Welcome to the Cryptoverse, Kairos Ventures' very own Twitter space, where we deliver in-depth insights about crypto's hottest topics. All right, I think we'll get started. Um, hi, everyone. Thank you for joining Kairos Space tonight. Uh, we have an exciting discussion about NFTs and the blockchain gaming landscape. Um, joining me today is the CEO of Antler Interactive, Anna Norovic and the Operations and Strategy Manager at Chromia, Guinness Sanchez. Welcome to Kairospace, guys. Um, how are you both doing today? Thank you very much. I am doing quite well today, but it's uh, very hot in Sweden, where Antler Interactive is based. Uh, so we've had some issues with heat overflow here, but uh, otherwise pretty good. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Ines. Uh, thanks for having me here. Pretty good day today. I'm located in Spain, so as you can guys, uh, as you can uh, imagine, pretty hot <laughs> over here as well. So, but we are managing it. Yeah, well, where where I'm in Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia, it's pretty cold. So, big contrast, I guess, from you two. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get right into it. So the first topic I guess we're going to speak about um, is just blockchain gaming. Um, Anna, could you please explain uh, what blockchain gaming is and how it's different from traditional gaming seen in the likes of, say, Pokemon, Mario Bros, just to name a few of the original juggernauts of the traditional space? Absolutely. That's a great question. And I think normally blockchain gaming um, is referring to the concept of using NFTs, uh, creating play to earn experiences where play to earn is in the focus of the experience. Uh, for example, using battling or breeding or boosting of characters to increase the value of your character. And uh, I think one of the early games and biggest games which was well known as crypto kitties uh breeding uh, digital cats and selling them and i mean since then we have seen uh, a lot of games blockchain games getting started um but still targeting those those core mechanics i think the the most well known well um the most trendy game to talk about right now is axie infinity which has uh, gotten i think more than 250,000 daily active players um, and they focus a lot on the play to earn mechanics and uh, what i want to say though is uh, as i'm working with uh, my neighbor alice alice is a project that not only has nfts uh, where everything in the game is stored as an nft but we also have the game logic on chain um, and at its core Alice is this multiplayer social builder game uh, with a lot of quests uh, that give you a narrative and a main character, Alice, in the game, uh, guiding you to what you can do to earn an in-game currency. You own your own virtual plot, uh, which you can decorate, and you can invite your friends, hang out with friends and visit their plots and build a nice garden or whatever you want to do with your plots. Um, so with My Never Alice, we are targeting not only the crypto community, uh, but also the regular 
uh, game community who who also want uh, fun to play uh, features. So we have both this ecosystem with NFTs that you can collect and uh, and trade, um, but uh, but also making sure that the game should be fun for a regular player who likes games like Animal Crossing and and such. So. We are looking to both, even though we are a blockchain game. Yeah, so I've played Animal Crossing before, and a big aspect of it is the, I guess, personal aspect where you can make your own, um, like, little towns and stuff where all your friends can visit. And I can see the benefits of bringing in NFTs and value um, to a game like that and seeing that um, come to fruition in My Neighbor Alice would be pretty cool to see. Um, so moving on, um, Guinness, what are the advantages of blockchain games um, over traditional games, say, and what's the incentive there for people to change to the blockchain alternative? Well, um, I would say that there are several advantages. Uh, one of the main ones, at least uh, for me, is uh, that uh, gamers, uh, if we are talking about uh, NFTs and games, gamers will, uh, now has uh, true ownership of their digital items. And it doesn't matter if the company behind a game uh, stops uh, uh, working or, or collaborating. Uh, now the gamers have uh, true ownership of uh, their items and all the hours that they have been playing that game are not uh, wasted, for example. Another one I would say is uh, that now NFTs can be, or <clears throat> can be uh, programmable, right? So that means that uh, there are a lot of uh, options that comes to the, on, to the table, like, uh, for example, I don't know, you can program uh, an NFT to, to create complex uh, mechanics uh, within the game, like crafting uh, royalties, uh, forging, and so forth. So a lot of uh, uh, things can, can be done within, within the space, and also... Uh, a cool one is that uh, with NFTs and the blockchain technology, people can trade or can prove that uh, there is a real scarcity of that item. If uh, we are talking about unique NFTs, now, for example, with uh, on Ethereum, the, the ERC721 or, or, or in, uh, Binance Smart Chain, you can prove, looking at the blockchain, that there is a unique NFT and no one else has it but you. Uh, so this uh, this will bring a lot of new uh, innovative games, new business models, both that will benefit both artists, uh, uh, creators, and gamers. I would say, yeah. For me, those are the main ones. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess like the scope of it is um, the ownership ends up lying in uh, people's hands and. Um, a lot of people can see value in that because they can directly um, swap that with other people for value, and yeah, that's a that's a big incentive to be using um, blockchain type games rather than the 
corporate company who runs the game owning the actual assets themselves. So I can see the real benefit there. Um, play to earn is really hot right now. So I guess um, moving on to that topic, the play to earn model for blockchain gaming is really trending right now. And like you mentioned before, Anna, um, we can see the appreciation of tokens such as um, AXS, uh, which represents Axie Infinity. Um, with your experience in both traditional and blockchain gaming, where do you see play to earn, um, the play to earn trend going on in future? And from your perspective, is this something that's going to last or is it currently just in a hype phase um, with the crypto market? Yeah, I think right now it's super trendy and will be trending, continuing to trend as long as you can make a better salary playing a fun, interesting game uh, than working at a regular job. So as we can have seen with Axie Infinity, there are uh, small cities in the Philippines where where people earn much more than uh, what they could earn elsewhere at, at uh, the location. So as it looks right now, I think there will be a growing interest in the area in the next, next few years, at least. Uh, I think there will be more and more games um, having those mechanics. And uh, there is an interest. There is lots of potential there. Um, and I mean, as game developers and, uh, and for the games, we do want engagement and people who are playing the games uh, and creating content. And uh, I mean, the more people playing on the platform or in a game, the, the more fun it usually is. Uh, so, so right now, I think it's a win-win situation, um, honestly, and that it will continue to grow. Yeah, um, I heard, I think, was it the person from the Philippines who bought two houses um, from his Axie Infinity Profits? Is that the story? Uh, could be. Uh, I saw um, a video about um, different families with interviews with people who were talking about how, how they played all day and uh, then sold their access and then uh, earned their living, I think, 300 dollars a month or so instead of other work areas where they would have earned like uh, two-thirds of what they earned from the game so that's pretty cool i think though something interesting here is also that um it's important for games and play to earn games to not set too high um demands on getting to start in the game that it shouldn't cost too much just to enter the game um so something we are working on is to make it as seamless as possible um, so that it's easy to get into the game, even though you don't have much crypto and uh, such to, to increase the player base. I guess like bouncing off that idea of um, people making a living of something like Axie Infinity, um, I guess for my neighbor, Alice, uh, for people to kind of do the same thing, will it be um, profitable enough to do something like that if, the um there's a lot of adoption of the game um we uh, we are currently uh, trying to figure out exactly how our mechanics around uh, play to earn and such will look like in the game i mean the plan is to eventually add features where you can rent out your land to other uh, players and to 
to potentially be able to fish. Uh, the more you fish with your fishing rod, the more valuable or the more experience it has connected to it, and therefore the, the inherent value in increases. Um, so I can't say much more details of that right now, uh, but I think we are definitely looking into it. Mm. Yeah, I see. Um, I guess when you mentioned before that the barrier of entry, I guess, for Alice is going to be with less crypto. Um, the play to earn model is, I guess, going to change the way that we're going to play games today, especially uh, when there's money and like more money involved. Um, do you think we might see um, a high level of competitiveness in the space because people are trying to earn money and is there a strategy to kind of counteract this where um, the people who are trying to make money and those who are trying to have fun, um, can I can I say, be separated from each other or like have some sort of matchmaking um, involved? Yeah, I, I actually think it's two different uh, pies here. And I think that the play to earn pie, the people who want to play play to earn uh, or for for some reason need to play play to earn i think that pie is growing very much right now and that it's a separate pie from uh, the pie consisting of people who play to have fun as an entertainment and that pie i mean that pie is already huge um but i actually don't think they are cannibalizing on each other uh, just because they are different uh, needs they are serving and uh, I think if highly uh, fun games that are already huge would introduce features like like uh, play to earn, let's say Fortnite or uh, CS:GO or, or really big games, I mean I think I think that would add a target group to their games. Um, I don't think the play to fun players would necessarily go over to just play play to earn. I think rather they would expand their target groups, attract more players to their games, and perhaps have a new business model so that they can earn money on the exact same game. Um, so in that sense, if those companies do ad adopt it, I think that could do. Uh, could explode uh, play to earn uh, definitely. So uh, that would be very interesting to see if any of the big players are gonna adapt it. Mm, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Um, thinking about, I guess, um, yeah, where that's gonna see um, be fruitful. I guess for people in the future who want to earn money playing games. And yeah, I'm really excited to see the progress of. Um, blockchain gaming um in saying that in terms of adoption the blockchain gaming universe uh, is getting well the blockchain universe is getting more interoperable than ever uh, going cross chain is now much easier than it was say a year ago due to the rapid growth and innovation of crypto um, and is becoming a selling point to garner more reach for example the to the alice token is both available on Ethereum and BSC DEXs. Can we expect more cross-chain um, DEX partnerships to come? I think this would be one for you, Guinness. Well, um, 
I would say that uh, we at Chromia, uh, we listen uh, and we analyze the market. And now the market is heading to being, uh, or is talking about uh, being interoperable between different uh, blockchains. And uh, obviously the main one <coughs> is Ethereum right now. And Binance Smart Chain is uh, following it. So that's why we decided to be to to be present uh, and to to be interoperable for, <coughs> with uh, with both uh, blockchain from the beginning because this is uh, one of uh, of the objectives uh, we have at Chromium uh, uh, because we want to be we want to reach mass adoption and if the market is now uh, developing and contributing a lot in that direction. Uh, that's uh, where we are heading. And now uh, talking about partnership, uh, uh, there are more coming, not only <clears throat> uh, for Alice, but also for Chromium in general. And uh, I think we should not talk only about uh, blockchains like uh, Ethereum or Binance, you know. We should also talk about partnerships uh, within other protocols in the space because this is not a, a zero sum game i think we if we want to if we want to make crypto uh, to to spread into the into the masses i would i think or this is my my personal opinion that we need to collaborate together work together and 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 build it together. So partnering with uh, other protocols uh, to enable uh, the use of NFTs uh, between one protocol to another protocol, between one game to another game, I think that's uh, that's the uh, the way to do it, or how should we should do it. And as I said, uh, it will benefit everyone. We need to find win-win partnerships, and and that's the way to do it. That's my, that's how I think, at least. Yeah, I definitely agree. If we're going to um, become more widespread and adopted, this space um, is working together in order to achieve that. And um, yeah, I share those views, Hines. Um, um, moving on to the adoption of. NFTs into the traditional gaming industry. Um, Chromia has worked with Steam, launching a few games on their platform, such as the Escape Room titles of Christopia, and of course, um, coming soon, My Neighbor Alice. I understand that My Neighbor Alice will be available on the Steam store with no requirement for crypto, um, and this shows a seamless overlap between traditional and blockchain gaming. Are uh, your partners excited about the adoptions, uh, the adoption of NFT games, um, NFTs in your games, and also the adoption of Chromia blockchain in general? Yeah, so our our blockchain partners uh, that are partnering with my neighbor Alice, um, they are super excited about uh, NFTs in Alice, and uh, that's what a lot of our collaborations are about, for example, with Litchantry potentially bringing the Alice NFTs to your, uh, connected to your Twitter account. And uh, I think 
they appreciate that we are adopting the Chromia blockchain uh, because it's uh, one of the fastest, uh, easiest to learn with RHEL, which is similar to SQL, uh, suitable for games in general. Um, and uh, they're working on Chromia Originals. Maybe Ginas will mention about that later, uh, a new protocol for NFTs. And, uh, and um, if we're also talking about game companies in, in general right now, I think they are uh, quite curious about what they could do with NFTs and uh, how that could bring uh, value. Uh, so, and then I'm not talking specific like huge companies, but uh, companies that I've been in contact with, uh, they, they seem curious but cautious. Um, then they don't know exactly yet how to use NFTs for their games, uh, but they do want to hear more about it. So. Uh, I see that potentially several game companies could, uh, that already have non-blockchain games could start uh, trying out different ways of using NFTs. And I mean, some big brands have already uh, started using NFTs. Uh, like I think it was uh, Atari and Capcom and there is a, a wearable Pac-Man NFTs and I think Final Fantasy also has some NFT or so, so uh, lots of um, lots of brands, IPs that are uh, ready to adopt NFTs, I think. And uh, yeah, we we have thought that uh, using Chromia has worked really well so far. Yeah, I guess the um, the first step there for a lot of major companies is wearing the risk of new technology and seeing other not just in gaming, but other platforms such as music and stuff succeed uh, with using NFTs. And because you're mentioning larger gaming companies, um, is there a plan at all to branch out to the traditional gaming industry as in collaborating with, say, the Segas or Nintendos of the space? We are actually nailing down right now which would be our our dream partners uh, in the in the industry, and we're not not only looking at the other game companies, but also other kind of brands. What would fit our universe with Alice the best? Because for us, it's really important that it aligns well with our project. Um, it has to make sense with what we are trying to create here and the universe and ecosystem that is. Uh, my neighbor Alice and uh, I and I know that several people in the team we admire these companies like Sega and Nintendo uh, a lot and uh, of course that huge companies we we would love to talk with I mean if, if they are interested in in some way to collaborate with us they should let us know um, but we are we are not only looking at the other game companies but also um, other companies in general that we think could fit well with this universe uh, of Alice that is this um, this this kind of countryside um, kind of environment, uh, what would fit in that and what collaborations uh, would make sense in the plots that are there. Yeah, and, and we never know, you know, Antler Interactive might be one of those huge game companies um, itself one day. And um, I'll be asking that question in, you know, five or ten years to another small startup. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, 
moving on to the, I guess, updates for uh, Chromia and My Neighbor Alice. Uh, the first companion app um, for My Neighbor Alice, the Alice, Alice's Mystery Seed, has just been released. And we're also awaiting the land sale and the most important open alpha release um, of the game. Um, could you please share more about that? Absolutely. So uh, Alice Mystery Seed was released just two days ago, so it's fresh out of the oven. And uh, it's, uh, it's a web-based application uh, that you can either try on your computer or phone. Um, and uh, we've seen a big interest in it uh, so far with more than 2,600 seeds uh, having been bought. So this is an indication that the crypto community seems really hungry for boxing games, which we're super happy about. Uh, just make sure to take care of your plant um, that's going to grow because uh, uh, we've heard that some people leave their plants and then they can die. Um, so... Our, our plan now is to announce uh, our next land sale pretty soon. Uh, I can't say exactly when, but it's very, very soon. And uh, as you mentioned, the open pre-alpha, uh, that's planned to be released in the end of August. Um, and we will want the feedback that we can get from the community. And this uh, this open pre-alpha, it will be a, a small part of the game that we just want to share with the community uh, to, to let them play around in this uh, small part of the world that we're building on right now um, to see to see what we have there. Um, even though we're working on a lot of parts in the game right now that we unfortunately, unfortunately can't share at this very moment. Uh, but we've selected a, a small part of this Alice world that uh, you all will be able to try out in the end of August. And then uh, in our plan, we also have a midsummer limited edition NFT sale uh, that is uh, yeah, also soon to be uh, to be released. So more news on that in our channels. Uh, but a lot of things happening right now, and I think it's important to emphasize that even though we release the open pre-alpha pretty soon uh, for people interested to try what we have today, uh, we have the the bigger upcoming release of Alice in Q1 in 2022. Um, so I'm hoping that people will stay tuned and also see what we have there and what we will release during the autumn. We have lots of exciting things in our plan right now. Yeah, super excited um, for the pre-alpha and the game to be playable because, yeah, I'll definitely be getting my hands on it myself and giving it a go. And, yeah. Awesome. I'm, yeah, definitely excited. So. The um, moving on to the vision, I guess for the blockchain gaming space, the most popular games are seen where the potential for large communities can be created for users to participate, such as MMO titles or the competitive games such as League of Legends, Valorant, and Counter Strike, um, which in the traditional markets pay the best players to play. What do you envisage? for Chromia and the blockchain gaming space in the next five to 10 years and its influence on this type of industry? 
Ginas, do you want to take this one? Well, I would say that yes, uh, as, uh, I think this is, I can take this. Um, regarding uh, at Chromium, I mean, we are working hard to, to make it a blockchain uh, easy to easy to use for us, for everybody, right? Uh, that's why we built, we created a new language, RHEL. And uh, now that uh, we are almost uh, releasing mainnet, uh, now more than ever we are testing, for example, regarding gaming and gaming. Uh, we are already tested that uh, Chromia is perfectly suited for massive uh, uh, multi-game online games. Um, allocating all the logic of the game uh, on chain, and this is, and this solves some some of the problems that uh, other blockchains has have right now uh, regarding also NFTs. So we are working hard right now to 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 release mainnet, and once uh, this is done, uh, we are not only uh, on a focus on gaming, which is a, a big one because it is already tested on the market, and we confirm that uh, Chromia is uh, really good for gaming. But also, we we are aiming uh, other uh, to approach uh, other verticals, uh, I don't know, such as the enterprises um, in uh, real estate, uh, in supply chain, and so forth. But for gaming, uh, working also with uh, uh, to try to standardize the, uh, the 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 industry of the NFTs uh, with the Chromium original protocol, which uh, I describe as the next gener generation of uh, NFTs, because now uh, with Chromium original, uh, we will allow to create uh, NFTs that, for example. Uh, can uh, can have some design specifications such as uh, mutability. Just imagine that you can level up your NFTs. Uh, it gets uh, stronger. It can transform uh, uh, while you play. Or you can. Uh, there is also a nice uh, specification, uh, specification which is composability, which is that one NFT can wear other NFTs, or what would what we call, uh, uh, which is originals. This this uh, next generation of NFTs we call it originals, uh, and it, it comes from the original protocol that it is already on beta. We already tested it; it is working, and this is so cool because you can imagine that, for example, uh, on my neuralis you have uh, a house or your land plot, which is an NFT, but Inside that NFT, you have you can have your house, you can have your cows, your garden, and so forth. And this is like a one NFT uh, NFT inside another, and this is so cool. Uh, that's why we call it uh, the next generation of NFT, and we are working to try to standardize and 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 have something in common with uh, not only. Uh, within the Chromia's ecosystem, but also we, we want to work with other protocols to try to come up with a, a good solution. Because uh, as I mentioned before, one of our core objectives at Chromia is to be interoperable and uh, allowing this cross-chain uh, ability is, 
is super important for us because this is how we see the future coming. So yeah, in five to ten years, I think Chromia, Chromia will be a big player, uh, a big player uh, on, uh, on 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 gaming, on blockchain gaming, for sure. Yeah, sure. I I have like my kind of vision for where this type of space is going as well, and it would be really cool. Let's say for like a dot or two, for example, like two teams would be like going head to head with each other, and they might stake some NFTs or whatever value token there is for that particular game. And the winner takes a certain amount of those, those tokens or based on your performance or something, who knows the, um, the scope of that type of landscape is up to the imagination of the game designers and how they want to market it to the public. So I think that would be pretty cool. Indeed. Indeed. And also, the fact that you wouldn't need uh, a centralized party to take care of everything, but uh, every uh, uh, all the setup can be done on chain, so all the players know or are sure that everything is on chain. Meaning that after the event uh, or the game, uh, the the rewards will be distributed uh, right away, or um, or the NFTs or whatever the the uh, it's on the table. So that's uh, one of the game-changing things that uh, uh, blockchain uh, brings to to the gaming industry, I believe. Hmm. I've got a question for you, um, Anna. Um, for my neighbor, Alice, I understand that it draws a lot of inspiration from Animal Crossing, which I mentioned before, which has lots of personalized aspects which keep the audience coming back for more. Is is that the approach that my neighbor Alice is going for in terms of NFTs and what will be drawing customers and sorry, players and customers uh, back to the game for more? Yeah, it's uh, different depending on what, what kind of player you are. Um, so, so as I mentioned before, we will have this um, part type of game style uh, where you can follow a narrative and you want to um, continue to like do quests and such, uh, or you might be this kind of player that uh, are more of the Minecraft kind of person who just want to de decorate and build things on your own plots. You, you might even want to uh, sell it later. Um, or, or you might be a, a pure play to earn uh, player looking for those aspects of the game. And uh, let's say if we're going to have this fishing rod increasing in value, the more you fish, you might go in there to uh, fish or, or bug catching or other fun activities uh, to, to earn in the game. So there will be a lot for, I, I'd say, for a lot of type of players, uh, there will be a lot of interesting things to to uh, um, attract people to come back to the game. Um, and um, uh, yeah, so yeah, it will be fun and rewarding and uh, we will keep supporting it like uh, a really long time. Uh, so um, not, not a lot of combat like in other games, uh, but uh, the Alice universe is more about this uh, uh, nature, um, wonderful nature, and this ca calm and peaceful uh, environment in which you want to have fun and hang out with friends. Yeah, so 
with your kind of your fishing rod example, like people might have, I guess, different skins for their fishing rod, and that's what makes the game special for them. And there's only a limited amount of a certain fishing rod, and that's what gives value um, to that particular player. And I don't know if my neighbor Alice is going down the avenue of um, customized items um, for for particular objects. Um, like I said, anything can happen. And um, if that's the road that uh, my neighbor Alice is going down, I think it's something to consider down, down the track and in the future. Um, yeah, we, we we do actually have in the plan to to add an NFT in-game creator so that you can create your own NFTs that you can uh, put on your plot or sell to your friends and um, make it feel like your your own things and your own uh, space and plot. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, do we have time for maybe uh, one audience question? Sure. Um, I've got one from Twitter that was sent to me, and I think it's a good general question in terms of promoting My Neighbor Alice. Uh, Would you be participating or working with streamers to promote the project and the game? I like the question. Um, Yes. So um, our our marketing officer, Lenny, he's uh, very interested in working with streamers eventually for the project. We're still quite early on in the project. So at this very moment, it's uh, we we will wait a little bit until we bring on the streamers. Um, But for the Q1 launch, uh, so in what is it? It's uh, nine or six to nine months uh, in that time period i think it will be highly relevant for us to work with streamers in in all those target groups both both spanning the crypto community and spanning the regular gaming community so um, yes i'm not sure if the if the question comes from a streamer or not but uh, i mean we are definitely open to to talking with streamers and uh, and especially uh, in a few months time because yeah, also we we want to make sure we um, we get the attention for the game out to as many people as possible. Uh, of course, especially in the target groups, but also in in general. So we will need to have a lot of cooperations with both uh, streamers and, and influencers and reach out in other areas. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, some streamers are listening to this and they can reach out to you guys and help promote the game. That would be great. Yeah. I understand that we're, we're, we're pushing the time at the moment. So I'd like to thank you guys again for coming onto our space. And it would be lovely to have you again in the future sometime. Thank you very much. It was lovely to be here. And thank you to everyone listening and everyone in our community. Thank you so much. And sorry for my connections uh, issues. That's all right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.